If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, welcome to the Moms Talk Autism podcast. Uh, We are coming at you with a real quick summer update, so stay tuned. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, This community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. All right. So for some of us, we are at what, like a month into summer now? And for others, aka Tosh Dillman, um, this is like only their what, like week and a half into summer. So, you know, it's we're kind of all over the place and um, we don't have Tosh on today. um, And we'll let you know why when we talk about Toshi's summer update for her. Um, But I do have with me today, Miss Brittany Crabtree. Hello. Hello. I'm here. I was like, you're going to say something. (laughs) I I, I I also have. You're hanging. Yeah. I also have Miss oh, Jean. Oh, Brittany pulled a Jean. She was delayed in that response. Yeah. Oh, just whoa. I was going to uh, comment on the miss part, and then I was like, no, I'm just going to let it go. But here we it's are. Fine. So. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, and I am Shannon. Are you Shannon? Shannon <laughs> I'm, like, um, I'm, I'm partly, I'm partly here. You said it like I am um, Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Um, yeah, so you know, Jean and I, I think, are the furthest into summer. Uh, we we hey, went uh, first. Arizona, I Texas. think I went first. Yeah, um, and you know, Brittany, how many weeks are you into summer now? We are. I want to say we start in the middle of August, so we're almost halfway. We're pretty close. Yeah, currently okay. all just in purgatory gotcha. right now. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. The point is, yeah, we're in it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At this point in time, you know, we're trying to figure out what we're going to title this episode. And so far, the titles have all included the word hell. So, I mean, if that's giving you any idea of where this episode's going today, folks, stay tuned for the roller coaster. Um, Okay, quite honestly, like, it's really not that horrible here in Arizona. Like, it's not been easy, but it's not as dramatic, probably, as I am you know, eluding too. So no. I will, I will say, that say that I can agree with that sentiment is that it's not total hell yet. 
I've been really fortunate. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I do. I I you know why I say yet yeah. is because I reflect upon what it was like at the end of July and going into you know it was just like we weren't wasn't quite yet school, and I was like I can't do this another day, you know, and so mm-hmm. I know I know that most likely that feeling is right around the corner, but I've been fortunate to see that the, uh, camp mom is going pretty well. Cause we don't have any camps for our kids. So however, I've been able to piecemeal all this stuff together. It's working. And you know, my kids are tan. So it means that they are having a summer <laughs> That's a physical indication that, they're outside and they're, they've been doing things and I've had pull time and I've made memories with friends and, um, you know, and I feel like now I'm sure, I don't know if you feel this way, Shannon, because we did start summer earlier. I now we're moving in, we're into July and it's like, this is it, right? This is it. Like, just like that summer's over like that. We're at the final. Yeah. Why did it used to feel like summer was like, when I was a kid, summer used to feel like it was three months. Was I wrong for feeling that way? Wasn't it three months? No. I mean, I think even as a parent, sometimes summer feels like it lasts forever. You're just not there yet. I don't. I feel like it's just <laughs> every time it's just going by faster and faster. And before I know it, like whatever plan. I, when I'm looking at you, especially Tosh, because she's had all these, she's had vacations plus mm-hmm. the commitments with her church and all that kind of stuff. And you look at, and even me, you just had conference. I just had a conference. All of these blocks, it eats up that time. And it's like, oh my God, it's all, it's all over, right? Yeah. It's all over. And, but I, I don't know. I don't know maybe if it was like last year. I don't know if it was, that was like our first year of like coming out of the pandemic times. It just felt, mm-hmm. I felt like we all felt very beaten up. All four of us. I remember getting on doing episodes and that was like, we were just angry. We were frustrated. We could not wait for school (laughs) to get back. But yet we also had all the dread and anxiety that comes with preparing to get our kids back and that whole transition. I don't know. I just. It just goes back to it's always something, right? We're always preparing for something. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Now I want to go back and listen to our episodes from. I know we were. (laughs) No, we (laughs) were. I we. I don't know. I think those are in the outtakes. I don't know if we captured any of that information on our episodes per se, but we were in rare form. And I was like, I don't know how. How are we? How are we even doing this? I think, and maybe because of that, we did take the pressure off of ourselves this summer um, Mm -hmm. and made things a lot more flex instead of being like, Oh, we got to do all this stuff before, you know, school's back in and be ready for September and everything. Um, Maybe we just have our legs better about us. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, every year's different. This year just has a different flavor, I guess. Yep. I don't know. Right. Well, and, and so Tosh is not here with us today because Tosh, they got out of school 
like a week and a half ago and immediately went on a camping trip with the kiddos. Um, had a blast. Um, she talked about it on Instagram yesterday, you guys. Um, and now she is full gear vacation Bible school through church and not only just participating, but she is actually running the special needs children's ministry VBS. So our Tosh has her hands quite full with that this week. So that is why she is not here with us today. Um, who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about what they've done this summer? Or what it is their kids are doing. <laughs> The yeah. new and interesting things our kids are doing. <laughs> new. I know we've all had a little interesting's bit of a way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brittany, why don't you go first? Okay. Begrudgingly okay. she goes. Uh begrudging. Well, there's just a lot to unpack here. Um, I will try to be somewhat succinct if that's possible. Uh, my oldest is home from college and is taking online classes and working um, three kind of part-time jobs um, here and there and everywhere. Uh, so that's been an interesting dynamic, having him back in the house physically, just another body, right? Taking up space. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so there, there's good aspects and bad aspects to it because we have to we're helping him navigate, you know, being an adult, but yet living at home um, and online classes. I don't know anyone who really enjoys taking school online. I don't know. It's, it's hard. Um, so that, that's in, in that, that's a layer that we're um, working through and trying to help him. And it's very, very different than helping my other kids. Um, I've got my sophomore in high school in the fall that uh, is doing cross country camps and he has practice four times a week and he's doing this running schedules and um, working on his diet for, you know, training. And it's, that's a whole aspect of just trying to help him um, with his um, athletic goals. So, that's a layer. And then when he's not doing it, I don't know if other teenagers are like this, if you can relate out there, listeners, but <laughs> other they're either super focused and relate to this. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, other, other families with teenagers. I know. Thank you. I yes. know. Yeah. So like, um, working with like, he's like super focused. He's working on these things. He's going to practice, you know, he's super busy. And then when he's not, he's got his face glued to a screen at home. Like he is mm -hmm. checked out. And whether that's a video game, a movie, a laptop, a phone, it's, and it's just like, and you ask them to do something and you think that you're asking them to give, you know, give them a body part or something, you know, like cut off your hand. <laughs> it's just like the worst thing I could ever say. So it's an interesting um, dynamic to see them so enthusiastic and have all this energy for some things. And then other things, it's just like, it's like a light switch on off, Nothing. right? Yeah. Um, and then I've got my two, you know, autistic kids. So Ruby is doing well. She is finishing up her ESY program for the summer and really has enjoyed going every day. She's been riding the bus. Um, and, uh, that's been a good positive experience for her this summer. Um, we've been very lucky here in California with not horrible, super hot weather, um, through June. So that was nice. And she's been coming home and swimming and enjoying her, her day. And, uh, it's been a good 
it's been a good balance for her just to have, it's kind of like a half day program here to have that time away and then being able to um, be home for the afternoons and evenings. Uh, We have gone to a play with her, a musical that was super fun. She's been doing, I I hired a teenager down the street to to do some just arts and crafts with her once a week for an hour. I pay for the craft supplies and then I compensate the teenager for her time. And that's been really fun. It's keeping the teenager busy and it's keeping Ruby busy. So it's like a win-win for me and the other mom. And uh, yeah, and she's just been, she's been playing. Yesterday she made um, paper clothes for some of her stuffed animals. And she reenacted scenes from Cinderella, the musical (laughs) on the dining room table. It was adorable. So, but yeah, so she's doing great. Um, She talks about going to Disneyland a lot and I'm just like, yep, sounds good. We're not going to Disneyland this year, guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, not happening. Uh, yeah. But uh, and then th- our biggest our biggest challenge, our biggest probably hurdle we face this summer is Austin. Uh, it's not always the case, but this year it is. And he um, we started some medication changes at the end of the school year, and we are continuing that journey. Uh, we are not there yet. I think we're getting closer. But as many of you know, and if you don't know, here's your warning. When you are doing significant medication changes, especially for things like mood, anxiety, depression, um, behaviors, um, it is a bit of a trial and error process. You know, ADHD, I think, would be another to add to that list. There's, I'm sure there's many I'm forgetting. But um, there are so many aspects of, especially since Austin is non-speaking, where I have to do a lot of educated guessing on my part, whether I feel like something is being effective or helpful to him, or if it's the side effects are um, not worth taking the medication, not worth you know the positive sides we're seeing of it. And uh, it's been a real whirlwind. Um, we find something and it works for a couple of days, and then it seems to like not work anymore. And that's pretty typical when you're finding something that works well, but the, maybe the dose isn't quite correct. And so then you have to up the dose a little bit and you have to give it a week and it works for a couple of days. And then it's like, he's not taking it again. And then you up it again. It's like the cycle, right? I feel, I feel like a little bit like a hamster in a wheel, um, spinning, spinning around. Uh, and we upped it again this week. And he slept through the night and went to bed before 1 a.m. So that's like a win (laughs) right there. And we're just hoping it lasts more than two days. So um, TBD on that one. Uh, What that means, though, is he is miserable and tired during the day. uh, And mom and dad are miserable and tired because we are up trying to keep him safe and protected during the night. And then other children are waking up early to go to school or whatever they need to do. So, you know, it's just, it's a lot. And we're trying not only to gauge his overall physical health, but, but make sure he's still, he's not overly medicated too. Like, I don't know, it's making sure he's eating enough, making sure his bowels are working properly, you know, digestive system, all of that. Um, I don't want him to be uncomfortable or not feeling like he is himself, but at the same time, I need him to be able to function and be able to be present enough um, to be happy and to, to be able to, you know, 
go to school or, or participate in, in whatever he's capable of. So it's a tough balance. Um, I have a great team. It's taken me many years to create this team. So don't be frustrated if you don't find the the perfect doctor right away or the perfect medication. This is our third med we've tried this year for him. Uh, We have many medications, but this particular area that we're working on, um, this is our third one and we've upped the dose. This is our third round of upping the dose. So, you know, just, just, I'm just trying to be real with you. It's, it's been tough for him. And um, when he has a good day, it feels really, really good though. So, mm-hmm. um, just, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> it's been tough for him, which means it's been tough for you. Yes. Yeah, it, it really has. I, and I, I feel, um, it's, I, I know it's not my fault. I know guys, like I understand the concept, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I don't feel guilty sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just do. Because mm-hmm. I'm the one who has to make these decisions. And if I guess wrong or make a, the, the wrong choice, then it, it feels like it's my fault, right? Yeah. Even though I'm just doing the best I can. So um, trying to work through that too. And for the most, most of the time, I'm pretty good. And when I'm not, these girls put that me back in line. to be the mantra that someone me. keeps telling me this summer is you do the best, you do your best and you leave the rest. And I can't tell you how frustrated yeah. I've been by that comment. I'm like... But I don't know how to. <laughs> I know, I know that I should. Sounds logical. Sounds actually blissful. Could, could, could yes. I? Could I? But putting into practice is kind of another. Mm-hmm. It, it takes energy <laughs> and, and stamina. It's something I feel like I'm a little bit of short supply right now. Yeah, so you haven't had anyway. Mm-hmm. But there's there's good things coming. Austin's going to start ESY in July. And um, we're going to do a couple of family camping trips and just local, super close. I've talked about them in previous episodes. Take, take a listen to those and um, mm-hmm. we'll let you know. So, And so you guys will start school mid-August. Mid-August. Gene and I go back the beginning of August. Right. And Tosh is like so, the end of August, beginning of September. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're like, Gene, it's like every couple of weeks, one of us starts. Yeah, like we really only have like a solid 30 days, 32 days, 30, yeah. whatever. Oh, man, we're on the home stretch here. Um, I will jump in only on the note of medication because Gracie currently is undergoing a medication change. Also, um, we rounded out the school year, um, immediately left on a vacation, went to Mexico, uh, Gracie's first plane ride. She actually did really well. Was it easy? No. Is it ever easy traveling with children? No. Um, (laughs) but overall, like the grand, the grand scheme, you know, of the vacation and all the different things that we threw at her, um, she really did handle it well. I mean, she lived on donuts and French fries for six days, but, um, you know, we we survived the trip. We didn't have airplane meltdowns. Um, she got a lot of swim time, so that was fun. Um, I would say in the week preceding the vacation until now, we were noticing an increase in frustration with her. Um, and when she's frustrated, she gets very vocal. She vocally stims 
anyway, but like when she's upset or overwhelmed or frustrated, that is sort of heightened. Um, And we were noticing that. And then she started camp almost immediately upon getting home from vacation. So I kind of wanted to let things lie for, you know, a week or two after getting back from vacation because we had just thrown so much at her. I didn't automatically want to jump on the medication train on like messing with anything. And um, finally, this past week, it was like, okay, you know, you've been home for like three weeks now. You've had a chance to sort of like get your bearings again, get used to this new camp routine. And we're just still really frustrated. And so finally made the call to the doctor um, this past week and are increasing Gracie's meds just a little bit to hope that it helps. The struggle is that when she's dealing with all of this other stuff, her sleep at night also suffers. So um, since we got back from vacation, she's been waking up in the middle of the night again, which is another reason why we started the medication to begin with. Um, Because she'll be up for a couple hours in the middle of the night, and then it's time to wake up and go about life, and she's exhausted. So um, we did up her medication. Last night was the first night she slept through the night in over a week. Um, Obviously, medication is not instant. We're still dealing with frustration. Um, She has really struggled with the adjustment to camp this summer. Um, Camp has not been an easy thing. We've all had to like really work together and tweak her days and different reinforcements. Um, this week we had decided that we're doing pickup at 1.30 instead of 4, which I know, you know, with you girls, I had talked about camp. My biggest concern was that it went until 4 p.m. That's a very long day for Gracie. Even though she's starting later than school, I was always worried about the 4 p.m., and she just gets to that like 1.32 p.m. mark, which is when she gets out of regular school, and she's just done. Um, so this week we decided to cap her day at 1.30 for the week and sort of see how she does. Um, and usually she's okay once we leave. I feel like it's like ripping off that mommy band-aid and getting me out of the building tends to help a little bit. Um, but the camp transition has been really rough this summer. Um I think it's been good for her. I think it's kept a routine, which is super essential. I think it's much more like structured and much more consistent than our ESY is currently here in Tucson. So, I mean, overall, I think it was a good choice. I don't regret it. Um, I just wish it would have been easier on her. I think, you know, Jay and I were talking the other day when Gracie was really, really upset and, um, you know, she's trying to regulate herself. And, um, I told Jay, I just, I just hate this for her. Like, yes, while it's hard for us to sit back and like hear our kids, you know, upset and loud and stressed out about certain things, you know, it is difficult for us as parents, but like deep down, I just feel really bad for her. I don't want her to have to feel that way. I don't want her to have to feel frustrated. And um, there's a lot of guilt, you know, associated in that and wishing that you could figure out a way to prevent that from happening. Um, and then having to come to grips with the fact that she's just going to sort of have to do what she has to do 
to be able to get that regulation. Um, so, you know, medication is not anything that any of us take lightly. Like medication has been a very big decision for every family, you know, that's here on this podcast and messing with medication is stressful and time consuming and exhausting. Um, and it's never trying to mask anything. It's just how on earth can we help these kiddos work through, you know, the stuff that they're trying to work through. So, um, you know, I mean, it hasn't been terrible, <laughs> but it hasn't been easy. Either. It hasn't been right. easy. Yeah. 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 It's just one of those things. Maybe it, I find that when I look back in the fall, you know, once we get settled into school, I look back on the summer with a little bit more fondness than when I was in it. Um, so it's just, I, I tend, you know, a little, a little space helps. Um, but you know, it's also about, um, trying to just, when we do find those, those quiet moments, those times when everyone is happy and regulated enough to really acknowledge that and, um, enjoy it for what it is. Um, yesterday, Austin was really calm for a stretch and was watching a show inside and his brother, her, his brothers were inside with him. So Ruby and I went out and we swam together for 20 minutes and it was perfect. It was just, it was just a nice little break for me too. And I, I kept looking around and just realizing that, okay, this is a moment where everything's okay. And I need to just sit in this. Savor it. And, and savor it. Yes. So mm-hmm. I did. And that was, that was really nice. So I know, but, try to but find moms everywhere, guys. like who don't have a pool in their backyard and have to like pack up to go to pools. I'm like, Oh, we only swam for 20 minutes. I just did all of that work to pack up my kids for the pool. <laughs> that's for 20 minutes. That's the joy of the pool of in yeah. the backyard. Yeah. That, that is the payoff for having to maintain and take care of it yourself right. and to have that space and safety is, is you can do 20 minute. Yeah. Yep. It really, yeah. cause you don't for our family. It's totally. Yep, worth absolutely. It. Yep. I agree with that. But I was like, oh, 20 minutes. I'd be like, if y'all only <laughs> for 20 minutes right now, I'm going to like, we're all going to sweat to death and yeah. die together out here. Okay. <laughs> we, we're we are not leaving yet. Okay. Do you know how much work this was? Um, <laughs> but I have a whole system for that. Anyway, going to, to public pools. But um, so our summer has been, it's definitely interesting. It is very 180 from what last year was, obviously. Dad and I weren't filing for divorce. So you had both parents in the house working from home. We also had, um, we had it still ABA full-time in the house. And so he still had, where he had therapy at least four out of the five days um, in the home. And right now we've only been able to do speech, but currently we're having an issue with the, uh, with the re-off and that's been problematic with speech. That's been a journey. Um, we have, because I've been on my own, I've definitely had to ask for help. And so there's been a lot of, uh, additional input from, you know, other people that are novel to the kids spending more time with them. Maybe if they have kids, their kids are spending time with them. So there's been opportunities. I feel like 
in some aspects, in some aspects, this is like an official real summer for Rory because this is the first summer without ABA. He's had ABA every summer since he's been four. And to your point, Shannon, when I wrote, uh, I wrote, when Gracie was only used to staying at school and that's like her cutoff time, Rory used to stay at center until four or five o'clock every day. Right. So like for him, he got adjusted to that. However, if he never had the experience of a center and he only had home-based therapy, he would, I, I would expect or anticipate that we would have the same kind of or similar struggle that Gracie would be, be having with saying like, I do not have this level of longevity. Here is my, here's my line in the sand. Do not cross it. Like I can't go longer than X amount of time. Like it's just too much of a demand. Um, mm-hmm. But he just got, he had a different, you know, there's different conditioning um, with that since he had therapy. So it's like kind of odd. It's, there's like this, but that relief of not having to manage and mitigate ABA has other things in my life <laughs> have replaced that time spent. Um, thank God. I mean, all I can say is thank God, because if I had to do that on top of all of this, I just, I wouldn't, I would be ready to, to blow a gasket. So I think, you know, they've had a much more calmer summer. McKenna's older. So there's been lots of opportunities for play dates. She's, she's, she's had, and we've even had sleepovers and stuff like that. So she's, they're kind of having like, even for, even for McKenna, like, you know, we're not having therapy in the house not having to our schedule revolve around Rory's therapy schedule. This is the first time we're kind of having a release from that. And I didn't even acknowledge that until we're having this very conversation right now. I didn't even think about that. I didn't, I haven't able to even sit in appreciation and gratitude for the fact that we are, don't have that juggle. Now, do I feel bad because we don't have any like firm vacations or any of that kind of stuff kind of spent. I vacillate between feeling guilty about that. It's just not really within our cards this year as a, as a family in the future. Yes, that is a goal, but right now it's all about survival. We are also in the midst of reevaluating Rory's meds and it's sort of the good time to do that. You know, so it's being able to. You have act well. You see your kids all day long, and so you get more of a a, a strong, you know, sample of of how their day goes when they're home in the summer. Right, yeah. and I can just see physiologically. You know, they're even as their body changes, you have to change their stuff. I mean, you, that's just part of it. Their dosage and stuff has to what was working at one level is not working at the next level as, as they grow. And so it's constantly, we've talked about before, it's a moving target. And I am, we've discussed before, again, the trepidation of like, I didn't, I noticed changes in him at the end of the school year, but I didn't want to make the decision to change it. I wanted to see after we settled into summer, how it was going before I made that move because meddling with the medication, I mean, the year prior to that, it took us the whole year to find the right cocktail. I mean, some years are going to be like that. And I know that that's a big fear for 
a lot of parents is that sometimes you get lucky right out of the gate and you find the perfect cocktail and you have no uh, previous lived experience and what that is like having the trial and error phase. And then to actually learn the trial and error phase, you're like, oh gosh, you know, it's really scary. Um, just because there's it may materialize other behaviors and other unwanted, unpreferred things that make it both a struggle for the kids, especially, but also the families. Um, but yeah, we are going to have to. And what uh, one thing I will say is that I, I feel kind of, I feel like COVID really, I don't know if y'all felt this way, but I feel like the pandemic really screwed up my regimen for like right re- the regular wellness checks and stuff because everything was sort of like a you get in you get out you weren't hanging around you know to to make your next appointment or anything because they wanted bodies out of the building right away and I know for us we just got off total so right now I would say we are, are recalibrating and everybody's wellness checks are happening like right now in the summer and I'm working on other specialist checks with, with Rory. And that's sort of always kind of been the dream. I used to be so bombarded with the whole therapy aspect in managing the therapies that he was doing, that it was like trying to squeeze in these additional appointments. So I wouldn't have to do them right at the beginning of the school year or throughout the school year. My, I, my preference was always like, let's, let's do this at this time instead of having to do that. Cause then you're just having to schedule like takeouts, early pickups, you know, or half days or whatever for all that. And that all may be inevitable no matter what, especially if your child has other medical comorbidities, but, um, and other things materialize, there's just no way to predict it. But as far as like the bulk things, if you can, like, I know we're going to, I'm going to be focusing on a nutritionist and stuff for Rory, which I'm going to say is that he is starting to diversify even what his particular preferred foods are. So he's kind of going off brand. Okay. He's willing to go off brand, you know, and not eat what he usually eats, you know, kind of like it's still staying in that particular genre, but we're diversifying within the genre. Okay. Yeah. And that's a really big, first that step. I am like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. I am, I, I'm not <laughs> celebrating out loud. It's quiet. It's like this, like mm. very like inside I'm excited. I'm internalizing it. And you can only share it like over emojis and text messages to people. Like oh, He's eating a different brand <laughs> of pizza. Look at it. He really likes it. And he asked for it and he picked it out. Like, Oh my God. You know, those kinds mm. of moments, you know, those are the kind of things that I'm relishing in. Um, so it's not, it's not horrible. We definitely have had a lot of behaviors and that's, again, that's why the, 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 why I know it's time to change the medication because there's been a lot of destruction and I was very frustrated about this in the very beginning because I was like, God, we're already starting out this way. You know, it was like, we're already, things are getting destroyed I think now I'm, I'm now moving to the place that when they get destroyed, I'm like, Oh, well, 
that's one less thing. I'm going to throw that out. You know what I mean? Like now I'm just like, I'm back to appreciation, appreciating it. Cause it's like helping me purge. I'm like, Oh, well, that's one less thing. Yeah. So bye. And trash can. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not horrible. I do know that I'm going to be tired of it. I mean, I kind of already was like before conference. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was burnt out. I was burnt out because I hadn't, hadn't had a break. Um, a plausible break from being mom at all. Mm-hmm. And now I was going to have these kids 24 seven over summer. And I was like, I'm going to die. So I think mm-hmm. coming off a of conference, I'm feeling a little, it's crazy, like, even though that was work and everything and still like the mental load, but I needed that mental break mm-hmm. of like, I'm not on I'm not on his mom. Like I kind of was still on, like I was still available and accessible and all that stuff, but yeah. not the everyday wake up playing Butler, you know, doing mm-hmm. the routine, mitigating the kids. I am getting them to be more independent. Rory's showing more signs of being independent. I can trust for him to buckle himself in. He knows, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's known how to do it for a long time, but he needed a lot of assistance. He didn't have the motor strength to do it. Now he does. Um, and I make sure that he does it. I'm trying to get him out of those modes of the learned helplessness that he had procured. Yes. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So stepping into being more interdependent there and McKenna as well. What I noticed this summer was really loud to me. It felt like I had twins. Because of just, even though McKenna's younger, but just kind of where they were developmentally and their expectations and their level of dependency on me was like mm-hmm. bartering at the same level here. Like it was just like vibrating yeah, there. Sense. And I was like, I am going to die if y'all don't start doing certain things on your own, either without being told or like you need to help yourselves. Don't ask me for everything. I'm a one person. I can't do everything in this house. And so being a single mom has forced that agenda to take place. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, yeah. obviously I sat more, you know, in a comfier seat by saying, oh, well, I'll still just do this, that, and the other. And you're kind of creating that, keeping that vicious cycle going. I've had to break some cycles. So there's been a lot of, mm-hmm. I would say there's been growth for everybody. But not anything like crazy exciting, no crazy trips to report. But I, my kids are happy. They're doing well. Their wellness business visits have went well. Um, you know, you know now I feel like I'm just going to be in the mood to us. start thinking about transitioning back into school. I mean, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. Oh, right. Yeah, I just. So I feel like your summer is basically June for us. And then that's maybe peppering in July. Yeah. And then I think too, like, are your kids sleeping in? Cause like Gracie's oh. sleeping a little bit later, which is weird. Cause she doesn't sleep late. Um, 
But I'm like, oh, that's going to be like a whole different thing. She used to wake up early all the time. Well, now she's sleeping a little bit later. And I'm like, oh, God, that's one more thing I'm going to have to figure out in two weeks. Right. It's getting a much <laughs> how to sooner. Get her back. Yeah. Yeah. Waking hmm. her up again, you know, because camp starts at nine. School starts at 730, you know. So I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be another adjustment. To yeah. I would say they're still getting up around the same time. I have taken the liberty of not because I usually make myself get up before they would get up. So for me, I'm sleeping in because I'm purposely not waking up until they wake up, you know, with the exception of certain days, certain days I do get up and get going like in like before conference, you know, that, that, that week I got up at 5am and I got a ton of things done so I could do things before they woke up. So I knew they were, um, yeah, kind of had that space, but for the most part, Mm -hmm. I enjoy not having to do the morning transition thing, man. It is a little bit of a break for me, Mm -hmm. not having to do that morning transition, having to get back, having to, having to get back in that mode is probably going to (laughs) be, I think it's trickle bus for me. That's one of the things I dread the most. Like it's even to the point where I don't even mind doing it now because it's later. It's not as rushed. Right. But like when school starts again, it's that early early rush, rush. get out the door. Yes. And I feel like I don't know that everyone's fully awake. And so my bandwidth and my temperament is like shorter. The kids bandwidth and temperament is shorter. And so that, that transition is just super quick. It reminds me of when I was a wedding planner and I used to say that doing ceremonies was just like, there were a lot of small details happening in a short amount of condensed time. And I was exhausted by the time we got to cocktail hour, you know, it was, it was a pleasure to finally move into the dinner portion of the evening where things kind of slowed down a little bit because It was just a, such a concentrated time. And I'm sure our educators and our teachers feel the same way too, because oh, yeah, the mornings sure. and that transition time, there's a lot of little small things that happen in order to make the rest of the day successful. And so you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to come back and take a nap. <sighs> yeah. Take, take a deep, deep breath. breath. I think too, like, because you mentioned, so Jean just got back from a conference. I just got back from a conference. Um And it's interesting, too, because, you know, when we're at those conferences, it's morning to nighttime, constant going. It's like a lot of mental stuff. But even just being out of the house, like we love these children more than anything. But even just being able to escape the house, even if it's just for 24 hours, even if you're working really hard still, there's something about just being able to detach a tiny bit, right? Just for the shortest period of time that can be rejuvenating, right? So I think anyone, if it's possible to be able to just step away, even for the smallest bit of time, we encourage that. I know last summer there was like none of that. It was next to impossible last summer, like to do that and how exhausting it was. So I still had conference last summer, but it did not feel, that summer just felt really hard. Different. I don't know. And for different, I don't, I don't know. Last summer just felt harder. And I think it was kind of the, it was a combination of rebounding from the pandemic, Mm -hmm. things going back to Mm in-person, 
you see the influx of activities and things that available. Figuring out how to do yeah. life again. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, how to be a human, how to function, you know, all the behavior changes for all of us as individuals. Yeah. It did just, I, I'm telling you, we were last July, the four of us, we were like, mm-hmm. we're going to kill our kids. Somebody's <laughs> going to die. Yeah, something Either is we're not going. stronger not or going better. Out. I don't know what it is, but this summer is different. And I have yeah. every reason to want to probably murder someone. Like, let's be honest. I mean, probably yeah. things are not, not, uh, not easy in this world right now, but I'm kind of like, it's very odd to feel. Maybe it's given you a different perspective. I yeah. I don't know. It's like, there's just a, a different yeah. way of looking at it now because things are so different. Right. Yeah changes your lens a little yeah, i think and, and it got it got quiet over here because Brittany's having technical difficulties oh, i didn't know so she was just taking a says, break from us she no she loves everyone but anytime she tries to talk it's not coming up for some reason so Brittany, it means it wants you to take a nap we'll wrap up the shannon jean show here in just a moment <laughs> yes we can wrap it up shall we shall we share any kind of peaks yeah, you know, I mean, here's the deal. I'm we have like 30 days left of summer. I am looking forward to warm Arizona summer nights. I am looking forward to swimming with my kids. Um there are things still to look forward to in the small small joys, right? So what are a couple things, Jean, that you can like, just a couple of small joys that you have to look forward to? <sighs> Glass of champagne on the back patio. Uh, just a little, you know, little Prosecco. I want Prosecco now. <laughs> yeah. I, um, when her friend comes back from New York, she goes and stays with her dad. McKenna's one of mm-hmm. McKenna's best friends goes and stays with their dad for the summer. We they usually have like a welcome back party. And so we have a pool party and that'll be more days to like swim and do stuff like that. Um, I actually haven't swam that much with the kids. Shockingly. I don't know why or how that's happened. Um, but I mean, they've still had plenty of swimming days. Um, I've kind of been letting that be kind of Brad's thing um, when mm-hmm. Brad has had them. And so that makes up for, for that, I guess. But I may try to get them to go. We might try to do a lake house kind of trip or visit um, so they can feel mm-hmm. like they had a, something. And I plan to do like, you know, Roy came today. And I love it because he can express these things now. He can express and talk about things like he's never been able to talk about before. He's like, I want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. um, he can say things that he wants to do. Now he tells me when he wants me to go to work. He's like, mommy, go to work. He asked me today. I said, well, I'm going to work tonight. <laughs> I said, Corey's coming over. He's like, no, Miss Corey. No, Corey. Miss Miller. He really likes his teacher <laughs> and his teacher's kids. And I said, well, she can't. Can't always be Miss Miller, um, but it's so, <laughs> so cute, man. It's so cute. He's, 
he is so cute about the people that he, he loves and wants to spend time with. And like, again, his separation anxiety, that's a peak. Like he's, mm-hmm. we, I can start to think about, and I can have other people with him and not worry about me, not about mom or dad, not being there specifically mom. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's a new lease on life too. So it's just different. Well, if that's not, a peak, I, I don't a know peak. what is. Cause I don't know for everyone <laughs> listening out there. If you don't know, like my kid was like, mm-hmm. he would be like Spider-Man to the window. He would scale a fence. He would scale the garage door. He did anything and everything he could to try to get to me. I used to have to sneak out of the house. I couldn't make it known that I was leaving. And anytime I picked up my keys or I would move something or he could tell by what I'm wearing, if I was going somewhere else, like, mommy, where are you going? Mm -hmm. He would cling himself to me. It'd be totally different. But here he comes now. (laughs) It's been too long, mom. He's got to make sure you're still knows what he's doing. He's (laughs) coming to ask me, mom, get in the car. Let's go. Right. Well, we will take Rory's cue and we will wrap up our episode um, today. But sending love from Tosh, sending love from Brittany, who is here. You just can't hear her. Um, And of course, sending love from us. You guys enjoy the summer. It's a season. Find those small joys, those just little tiny things that you can take and savor them. And before you know it, it'll be school time. Even if it's 20 minutes in a pool. Yeah. You know, even if you packed up your whole life to go to the pool for 20 minutes, you just enjoy those 20 (laughs) minutes. You savor every second. You get your road soda and you'll be okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. All right, you guys, we will be back with you next week. We hope everybody's having a great summer. Have a good one, guys. Bye.